Hello, and welcome to the Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast, hosted by Enterprise Management Associates, an industry-leading IT analyst research firm that provides deep insights across the full spectrum of IT and data management technologies. The Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast will take a deep dive into the security topics that are top of mind for information security practitioners, IT professionals, and technology business leaders. Join security experts Chris Steffen, Managing Research Director at EMA, and Ken Buckler, Research Analyst at EMA, for some truly awesome topics. Chris and Ken, take it away. Well, hello. Uh, welcome Good to... Good morning. Yes, welcome to the Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about something that's really top of mind for a lot of people, which is... What is this chat GPT stuff and how is it really going to impact the cybersecurity world? Um, I, I don't think that we can deny that it, it's out there. It's definitely a topic of discussion in the media. It's certainly around, you know, all the different technology groups and tables and so on and so forth right now. Um, but I definitely want to take and, and talk specifically about how it's going to impact security a little bit. So um, let's let's start there. So Ken, let's first of all, yeah. for anybody who doesn't know what's what this is, why don't you give me and talk to me a little bit about what Chat GPT is and go from there. So so instead of me defining it, I, I actually went to Chat GPT and asked it to define itself. Excellent. Um, and and it says ChatGPT is a language model developed by OpenAI, which uses deep learning techniques to generate human-like responses to natural language queries. It's based on GPT, which stands for Generative Pre-trained Transformer Architecture, and has been trained on a vast corpus of text data to generate human-like responses to a wide range of queries. And I have to say that's definitely the most AI-generated paragraph I've ever read. No kidding. I, who in the world uses the word corpus? I, you know what? Word for word what I was <laughs> going to say, right? So, you know, you're, you're, you're looking for your cues that something's AI-generated. When they're using words like corpus, you know that something weird is going on, right? So, yeah. um, But no, that, that's a pretty good definition. It's basically a uh, intuitive AI that um, not only takes and gets better as it learns, but is actually spitting out um, raw text in chat form that can actually that actually sounds you know reasonable and human again except for the word corpus. But the the crazy part yeah. is then if if you ask you know the Chat GPT um, to define it again, it may come up with the same definition and not use the word corpus. Right. It it be slightly different. It, yeah. It it it, it actually iterative iteratively generates these responses um and the best thing the best way i can actually compare that to would technically be like minecraft where if you look at how minecraft generates worlds based upon a starting point chat gpt kind of generates text the same way yeah i so again the the i i don't think that we are even in the you know, V zero stage of what the capabilities of this technology is going to be. And that, that really leads to a, a gazillion different questions that you can have. How is it going to be used? You know, how you can you monetize it? How are you going to use it in your business? 
Um, we're the Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast. We're going to talk about the cybersecurity ramifications today. Right. And so I, I want to talk at, at the, again, 100,000 foot level, um, is chat GGP a, a, an actual security concern? So, so, so once again, I asked it if it was, um, and, and it's, it's response of course was, well, chat GPT itself does not pose any security risks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what the machines say before they come to take over, right? So, right, exactly, I, exactly. You know, I can see Arnold and the Terminator taking and walking <laughs> into my room while we're saying this and basically saying, we mean you no harm. Yes. I'll be back, you know, yes. and so, yeah. Yeah, but, but. It then did follow up that, in general, security issues related to chatbots include data privacy, malicious intent, social engineering, and vulnerability exploitation against the uh, chatbots themselves. Yeah, I, I mean, when I see um, the security concerns that, that immediately keep me up at night, let's, let's talk about three of them, right? Let's talk about phishing. Let's talk about the, the ability to create malicious code. And let's talk about... Um, we'll talk about data security in a whole different context, but we'll talk about that yeah. one last. So from a phishing perspective, we've all received the Nigerian Prince emails that are basically some really, 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 really bad translation of, you know, some scripted garbage that, you know, has been translated right. and retranslated and retranslated. But then you, you read what, you're, you're trying to do with, uh, you know, a chat GPT text, and it actually sounds marginally legitimate. And and the the bad news is, is that it's only going to get better. It's only you, those, those phishing emails, very targeted phishing emails are going to get better and better and better as time goes on. So, so I actually think it's, it's going to be an interesting division in that you're going to have your, your, Traditional phishing emails such as, you know, compromise your, your email account or your PayPal account or whatever. Um, those are absolutely going to be using ChatGPT to generate better emails. Um, I actually do not believe, though, that the Nigerian prints slash, you know, advanced fee fraud scams are going to use the chatbots. And the reason for that is that a lot of the misspellings and poor grammar that they put in the emails is actually intentional. And the reason it's intentional is to make the recipient of the email think that the recipient is smarter than the scammer and that the recipient is actually getting one up on this, this person who's going to give them all these millions. So yeah. I don't, I'm not concerned on that on the Nigerian print side, but it's definitely going to be an issue from traditional phishing side. I've heard that, that whole conversation before. I don't know how much I buy it, but um, you know, you, you should assume that the bad guys are going to take whatever advantage that they can. And if they can make emails that convince people to do things from a social engineering perspective, and, and, it, and it makes it seems more plausible, then I think they're going to do it. So um, I, we could dig into that all day. I'd like to talk a little bit about, you know, the, the malicious code creation. And I know that people are taking right. and using it already. Um, and, and we've already had some experience doing that. Uh, developing code snippets. Talk to me a little bit about that. Well, you know, it, it's not as big a concern, I think, as the social engineering side, because there will always be malware out there that somebody else has already written that if you really want to attack somebody, you just go out and you buy that malware from them. 
I mean, there's an entire underground economy when it comes to malware that you can purchase other people's malware and use that for targeted attacks. Of course you can. But, but let, 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 hold on, though. Let me let me yep. give you the counterpoint to that, because the reality of it is, is that if I can take and have a bot that writes me custom malware right. at no cost and does a, you know a very passable job because it, it already has a library of you know malware that does X, Y and Z because I either gave it that that you know data or I am going to the dark web chat AI and it, it's creating it there what, whatever the case may be yeah well then that's going to be better so I you know there in my way of thinking there's going to be a real market for this it's not something that is maybe prevalent yet because again you know maybe the cost benefits not there yet but to think that this isn't going to be a concern, I think that's laughable. I mean, just for the, for the very same reason that I think it's laughable that this isn't going to be used for programming everything in general. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, the 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 you know non-human touch programming. If you can make that work out and it works out well and does it with very little error, that's I mean, that's the ideal programming world to begin with. So what um, what I'm actually expecting is that you're going to start with your base malware code. That's something that somebody else already written, possibly something you purchased. And you're going to feed that to the AI and you're going to say, Hey, I want you to rewrite this for me so that it's unique. So it could be the same exact malware, same capabilities as other malware of the same family, but it's going to be a unique variant so that it bypasses your traditional antivirus scanning. I think yeah. that's where the real threat is going to be when it comes to malware generated by uh, chat GPT. I, I totally believe that. I, I wanted to, to kind of talk real quickly before we wrap up this podcast, um, talk about um, one of the biggest concerns immediately is, you know, how, how easily it is to expose sensitive data. Um, these things are only as smart as the d- data that you feed them. And you got to take and give them data to, to be able to write good stuff and whatever else. Um, but you're, you're also bypassing some of the data controls that your company has, security controls around data privacy, data security. Yeah. And the ramifications about that, we haven't even started talking about how that's going to be regulated, how you're going to be able to audit it, so on and so forth. Um, that's going to be a whole new frontier and compliance considerations that, that need to be addressed. Oh, it, it, it's going to be a nightmare for compliance um, because, I mean, the the way that the AI works is that it learns based upon what you've given it. But then whatever you've given it, it's got it stored in memory so that it can use that for future conversations. So it's very possible if the AI is not properly written or properly controlled that you'll end up being able to query the AI and find out data that others have fed to it. And that's going to result in a lot of potential privacy violations. Yeah. Well, we're not done talking about this. This is something that will be ongoing. Um, we're obviously just scratching the surface with with chat AI and how some of these things are going to play out as far as the security concern. Um, you're already seeing vendors taking and releasing products that are based on that. We'll, we'll cover that at another podcast. But I think that's going to wrap it up for today. Uh, thanks, Ken, for your time. And Thank you. Uh, I, I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast and you have suggestions, please take and leave us a comment. You can find Ken and I both on LinkedIn and at EMA um, for future podcast suggestions. And with that, uh, we look forward to talking to you next time.